Hey everybody, to kick off today's episode of Hoops and Cards, I want to I let you know that this episode, I recorded part of it on Friday morning, and it, I was on such a roll with basketball ideas and card talk, and just was fun recording this. So, And then the second part is actually here on Sunday afternoon after a couple of playoff series have now ended, like the Lakers have moved on. And uh, we're it's just before the game seven with the Kings and Warriors. So, just so you know, the, the you're listening to a a basically like two podcasts in one. So, I hope you enjoy this, and I'll try to keep the theme common about responding to the playoffs, opportunities, and the here and now. Fun updates on players that I'm looking at or players that I'm saying, eh, not not just yet. So. I mean, I don't have anything else to say except thanks for listening, and uh, and here we go. Welcome to the party, pal. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 Hoops and Cards is here. Welcome to another episode where we talk basketball card life, NBA playoffs, your collection and your chase of grails or cards that you really want, connecting with players and others in the hobby. Guys, I'm excited to be with you. My name is Gary. Been hosting this show for a couple years now, but there's nothing like the NBA playoffs. There's nothing quite like knowing after I bet my son a dollar that Boston was going to close out last night to see Jason Tatum step up. It's winning time, baby. Marcus Smart with a couple of huge plays. What is he doing making a standstill three with less than two minutes left. Marcus, smart, you guys. The NBA playoffs have me thinking a lot more about cards that I want to sell, players or cards that I want to buy, but also the timing of it all. Really the timing. And that's what I want today's episode to be about. Today's episode might be one of those moments where you just needed a a friend. You needed someone who's been doing this for a few years to come alongside you in your excitement over a playoff win or in your excitement of seeing the the card market drop on some players that got eliminated already and the cheap deals you can find today on Trey Young or today on Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Anthony Edwards. You might need a friend. Guys, I'm here for you. I want to add value. I want to add ideas, information, whatever I can, right? But sometimes it's to say, don't buy. And my sellers are like, what? Don't say it. Don't, don't, hold on, dude. You're telling us to sell, but don't tell the buyers to go away. Hey, there's a billion people on eBay, okay? Maybe I overestimated. But there's lots of people, lots of markets out there. You guys are getting the inside scoop. You're part of a select community. I know we have hundreds of listeners to every episode from all around the world. 50 states, the District of Columbia, Australia, Canada, and literally another 75 countries where people listen to our podcast. I love that. I'm humbled by it. I'm excited by it. And I'm inspired by it because it's not like about having a big audience. It's about you, you, the listener, you, right where you're at, working out, driving home, stuck in traffic, uh, listening to an audio book or pretending to work, whatever it is you're doing, you guys. You need a friend right now to say, man, I know you're excited about Jalen Brunson, but if you're going to buy right now, here's some things you need to think about. I know, I know you have buddies that are hitting you up right now saying, Hey man, I got this deal on a Giannis. 
huh? Look at Giannis, all-time great, huh? Maybe they don't say, huh, like I just did eight times. But you need you need another buddy to come alongside here and say, don't do it. Or if you want to do it, I would agree with it, just not right now. I had a friend and mentor of mine once say, wisdom is doing the right thing in the right way at the right time. And maybe you needed to hear that with, with cards and your your investments. Even if you're, you say, well, I'm a collector. I'm not in all this investor stuff and stock market, you know, whatever, sports card investor. Like, fine, you're still using money to acquire an asset that has a value. So take your collector, you know, bias and enjoy it, right? <laughs> enjoy it, share it, tell me the cards you love, message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, love all that. But I'm here to say, even as a collector, There's a part of me that does not want to pay the highest price in a market that is seasonable. Seasonable. (laughs) Seasonal. A market that we know. We know when basketball games are happening, and especially the playoffs. The attention on those players will draw people towards the collectibles market or to sports betting or whatever it is. They'll draw people to the new Prism basketball release. Prism Monopoly, yay! Like, they released it during the playoffs for a reason, you guys. Because they think we all are ready to spend. And we bought it. Like, literally bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. I bought a copy of the Prism Monopoly game. And I don't know if I'm bragging or confessing with that. But there are times to buy because everybody's excited and you just want to do it. There are other times when you need that friend to say, hey, hey, uh, fella. Hey, sister. Soul sister. Ain't that Mr. Mister on the radio? I couldn't resist a little train there for you drops of Jupiter heads. But I'm all about there's a better time to buy in the off season. Well, Trey Young's off season started today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The off season for the NBA. The time when nobody's thinking about what Shea Gilgis-Alexander is or how good Mikkel Bridges is. Or why Anthony Simons is buried under a depth chart. Like, people, people. NBA is still front page news. People are still talking about LeBron James. Can the Lakers close out tonight? People are wondering if Steph Curry is going to silence this Kings three seed. Like, it looks like Golden State is headed for a clash against LeBron and the Lakers. Wow, that would be fun. It's almost as if the NBA wants it that way. And I think that's what's going to happen. But if you're interested in buying NBA cards, there are a very, very limited number. There's a very few guys or cards that I would consider buying right now at today's prices, even after you negotiate a good deal. Oh, the buying opportunities. You are an impulse buyer like me sometimes. You like to to move on emotions. You like to move on excitement. And maybe you fight FOMO because you're like, this is the last deal like this on a Trey Young prism silver or there will be there will never be another price like there is today on those jimmy butler psa 10s well i'm just here to tell you the fomo is usually wrong and the seasonal nature of the nba you know august september october nobody upon nobody besides like the all too predictable video clips we're going to see of Zion Williamson either in shape or out or not in shape in August and the wow look at the summer league performance of AJ Griffin or Dyson Daniels blowing up like 
Chet Holmgren healthy, look at this. Like all those things are small potatoes. They are little kartoshkas, right? They are, what are, what are they? Like they're, they're little papas fritas. They're not, they're nothing. Although I do like, I do love potatoes. I should just add this. I love potato wedges at Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll dip them in the, um, ranch dressing maybe and a little bit of the Cajun, uh, Cajun style sauce. No, no, no. Spicy garlic. That's my, that's my gym. Since I can't do Louisiana liquors from Quaker Steak Brock, I got to go to B-dubs and get my wedges, get my wedgie. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> These players and the news that we hear in July, August, September, October, November, maybe December as well. That's the off season. Nobody cares. People aren't spending big money on NBA stuff during those months. They are waiting for the beginning of the season, the all-star game, awards and such. And they're waiting for right now, the playoffs. Now is seller time. Seller time, peoples. So if you've been sitting on those uh, Tatum rookies, if you've been sitting on those Embiid's, I'm a maxi guy, so maybe I should be selling some maxis, listing them at least. There are players in the next four weeks that are going to have some big moments. No joker. He's going to have some big moments. Jalen Brunson, maybe even RJ Barrett. I don't know. Some of them are goats like Steph and LeBron. Some of them are newcomers to the whole scene like Rui and Austin Reeves with an A somewhere in the middle. Watch your eBay searches. If you spelled Reeves wrong, you're screwed, dude. <laughs> you're so screwed. You're going to be looking at all the other Austin Reeveses. So what I'm telling you, my friend, is in general, don't buy now. If you do buy, like, name your price. It's not like negotiate and meet me in the middle and the guy's looking at eBay comps as if eBay doesn't take 13% out, right? It is, it is you, the buyer, cash is king right now. You, the seller, there are a few people that I think you could profit off of right now looking at who's still in the playoffs, who still has some big moments ahead of them and saying, all right, if, if you want to sell your BAM out of bios, if you want to sell your autographed Max Struces, if you want to sell your James Harden PSA 10 autograph cards, they'll be worth more now than they will in three or four months. So sell them now. That's all I'm saying. We could go through the NBA playoff rosters of who's still around. And I could tell you, man, Jimmy Butler's card values should be, should be popping, but they're not. Jalen Brunson's actually are because there are fewer of his cards graded and he's new on the scene doing stuff he's never done before. Jimmy Butler is just showing us the same movie we've seen a few times from him with a late playoff run where Jimmy Butler makes heroic, tough. Like if he gets to the finals, okay, there will be a pop. But until then, not as much. Not as much. Embiid, Jokic, Tatum, it's going to be interesting. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I guess Steph Curry, LeBron. Stay tuned. But right now, I think, and I believe and I'm telling you, is more of a time to sell. What I would do and what I am doing is if I've got cards of those players, I'm listing them on eBay now or on whatever platform you want. Some of you guys are into golden auctions and you're like, hey, he knows there's a Netflix special that come out, the king of collectibles. Maybe he'll mention it on Hoops and Cards. No, I'm not going to mention it. You know why? Because this is a podcast about 
Actually, I already mentioned it. <laughs> um, and it looks good so far. I watched the first half of an episode, and uh, I think you should too if you have Netflix. Um, so far, it looks very fascinating. I, I paused it where he's chasing after the LeBron James triple logo man card, and I'm like, dude, dude. Like, I'll probably just take a picture of it and put it on my wall. That's as close as I'll get to one of those cards. I'm with you, budget collector and investor. I'm talking really fast because I'm driving in the rain, and uh, it's speed limit 65 here. 65 miles per hour, not kilometers. My friend Laszlo was like, what, 65? Yeah. Sorry, Laszlo. You guys probably drive a lot faster anyway. In the, is the Autobahn over near you? Um, getting off at Cleveland Maslin Road, home of the Tigers. What's up, B. Crooks? What's up, Barnes? My friends at Shag. Kurt, John Lynch in the house. Doesn't listen anymore. Yes, he does. Text me, John, if you're out there. Guys, I want to talk about game planning for the offseason and those few playoff players that have a pop in them, list them just in case at a price you'd be willing to sell for. You're not that desperate seller, right? You're not You're not saying, oh, gee, I got to do it. All right, I guess, all right. No, list it for a price you're willing to sell for because I, I'm just saying, suppose you list that Tyrese Maxi card that you think is awesome because it is awesome because it's Tyrese Maxi. So you list it. And you list it at above what today's comps are because you think, hey man, seven game series against Boston, I I have a good feeling Tyrese is gonna put up some points. I don't I don't really see Malcolm Brogdon keeping Maxi in front of him and holding him to under 25 a game here. So I'm listing my some of my maxis at a price I'd be willing to take. Why? Because A, maybe I'm gonna make money on them. B I could buy them back cheaper in three months. See, hey, it's just fun to sell stuff, right? Cash is king. Buy something else while it's down. D, there is no D. Who cares? Why do you care that I have A, B, C, and D? What I would do is look at those few players, and Maxi is one, or great cards of guys like Harden, Embiid, Curry, Durant, Booker, Chris Paul, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Jimmy, Butler, did I even say Julius Randle? I don't know. Like some of these guys don't sell as quickly, but quickly does. Oh, there's a guy, Emmanuel Quickly. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've also I've also wondered. Like uh, this is just a side note. How we shout yes, sir when something good happens. Like LeBron makes a dunk. Yes, sir. I was at my daughter's volleyball game and she made a big play and I wanted to say. Yes, sir, but like it's a girls volleyball team. Am I supposed to yell, sir? What should I yell? I need I need you guys to tell me. You can hit me up at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Maybe it's like, yes, ma'am, or yes, lady, or yeah, girl, you go, girl. I don't know. That seems like that was that was out 10 years ago. Tell me what I'm supposed to shout instead of yes, sir, at my daughter's volleyball game, and I'll be back in a minute. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Gary, this is Adrian from North Carolina, man, loving hoops and cards, okay? Learning so much. I appreciate all your hard work, man. Listen, as I go back to the hobby that I enjoyed in my teenage years, I'm very excited. 
what are your suggestions on technology? What are your suggestions on apps or websites that I can use to keep track of my cards, to uh, see my cards, to be able to see how my cards are moving? What about on the technology side? What do you suggest, okay? I appreciate all your hard work, man. Hoops and cards, basketball, forever. Adrian, man, thank you so much for listening. You guys, any listeners can uh, go in, especially on Spotify, and submit a voice memo uh, message to us and and love it, man. Love your energy, your excitement for getting back into the hobby and and the Hoops and Cards Forever shout out. Guys, I promise I didn't pay Adrian to say that, but I love your enthusiasm. Glad you are listening. Technology to help you as a collector and investor. You hear me talk about, and sometimes in our show notes, about um, Market Movers as an app for uh, collectors and investors. There is a free version, and then there are different levels of featured versions where you can pay a little bit each month. And uh, it's a fantastic resource, not only to track the card values, like historically, um, what a player's card, like take the uh, Kawhi Leonard 2012 Prism PSA 10 rookie. You can actually look at what it's done for the last 10 years or the last six weeks, whatever you want to do. But I love that you can also enter your collection in. So I have like, right now I have about 50 cards saved in there and it helps me track what cards I have. You can log how much you paid for them, when you bought them, what the, what your whole portfolio or collection is worth right now based on recent sales, recent comps. I enjoy that. Um, Card Ladder Pro was also amazing as a resource. I would just encourage you, Adrian, to do what works for you. What you enjoy. Don't I don't I don't know that you need to put any pressure to relearn a bunch of different uh, software. Some of these are very easy to use if you want to try them out, um, and they're helpful. They're, it is super helpful. I think eBay is eventually going to add something similar to that where you can track the value of your cards. Uh, some people tie their their collection to uh, a vault, like at PWCC or at Golden Auctions or. Um, you know, there's there's a whole a whole bunch of ways to do it. I just want to say, yeah, there's some help with Market Movers app or Card Ladder Pro. I also I also just um, maybe I'm old fashioned, but I'll I'll actually write stuff in a notebook, keeping track of them, or create an Excel spreadsheet to list the cards that I have of value and my plans for them, and then also like a, a list of what I'm chasing or what I'm what I'm saving up for. So I hope that helps, Adrian. We we do have some past episodes where we dive into several of those opportunities or buying and selling online or tracking with your uh, different different software solutions or different apps. But but yeah, I, I, um, I'm slacking and keeping mine up to date, but Market Movers app has been super helpful. Hope that helps. And listeners, I'd love to hear your feedback on the same question, like what technology do you love and use? Is there a favorite app or favorite... Uh, software or, or just use a notebook, you know, and, and uh, log what you have. Some people, they, it's, it's their Instagram account that they just save pictures of. But Adrian, thank you so much for listening. You guys message me uh, like Ad- Adrian did through a voice memo on the Spotify or, hey, you can go in and at Hoops and Cards, send me a voice message on Instagram. Those are fun too. Uh, thanks again. And that's part of our listener feedback. Logo man, patch auto one of one, Luka Doncic. Boom! All right, I'm back. Guys, uh, there's something I should tell you about the uh, 
the playoffs that are remaining, for the most part, I am not a buyer. I am personally not a buyer. I'm I'm sitting here wondering about players like D'Angelo Russell. Like if he shows up in a big way against Golden State, like he did against Memphis, that would be pretty cool. And you could probably pick a guy from each team. You know, I thought Emmanuel quickly might do better in his first game, but maybe he does well in the series against Miami. Jalen Brunson, of course. You could go through each team and say a guy. I do think this is going to become more about which big name or big names gets to the conference finals. Steph versus LeBron again. Tatum against Embiid. Wait a minute. Yeah, Tatum against Embiid. Jimmy Butler or Julius Randle when Randle's back and and, uh, hopefully he's back for game two. Each series, the Joker against KD. Wow. It was cool to see Denver rise to that occasion. And Jamal Murray plays so well. So I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. Some of this is a preference thing and some of this is a... I, the past two years, have done so much better buying basketball cards in the offseason and holding them till the regular season or flipping them in the anticipation of the regular season, as well as collecting guys that I love to cheer for, love to watch, consider my favorites. And, uh, you know, that's always fun to do. And I don't necessarily remember the price tag whatever I spent for the Darius Garlands or the LeBron James cards or the Donovan Mitchell autograph card I got a month ago. I, that for me is less about profit and more about just buying valuable cards of players. I just, like I said, and so I think there's all, it's always a good time to do that. I, um, but yeah, we could walk through each playoff series And I could give you my pick of card plays, budget plays, goats who could rise. And I'll probably share those things over the next few episodes as as things develop. But I just felt like I need to start by saying, you know, if this is about money for you, then don't hesitate to just put put that buying urge on hold. And use this as a, a time to just follow and watch the guy's battle it out. Watch their careers change. If Joel Embiid gets announced as the MVP this week, uh, you know, I'm, I'm recording the last part of today's episode as I drive and I'm just going to upload it as is for the first time in forever because I just got to get this stuff out. And uh, I, I really loved some of the earlier parts of this episode, so I'm not going to re-record it. <laughs> uh, Always love your feedback. If you're interested in joining the Discord at Hoops and Cards, message me there on Instagram. I'll get you in. I'll get you the link. Because there have been some epic conversations, some great Q&A with different members, and several of our listeners share terrific advice on decisions for buying and selling. Just It's the community supporting each other. And it's really what the hobby is about at its core as people. I'm going to get all sentimental. No, I'm not. It's about making money. No, it it is about making friends and friends who help you enjoy it and make money. So thanks to all the the friends I've got through this on the Discord and and in the world through Hoops and Cards. You guys rock. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, Jamal Murray is very, very interesting right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jamal Murray, if he can continue his hot streak. And he looks like Bubble Murray. <laughs> he looks like Clutch. And, yeah, I think if they, man, if they get up, if they beat Phoenix, which I wouldn't be surprised because I think Denver's deeper and they know who they are. Hmm. It's good. I'm pondering, is Denver the favorite to win the championship right now? Obviously, they're the one seed, the only one seed that's left. The other two seed is Boston. If I had to go with Gary's favorites, I would want the Lakers to beat Golden State and LeBron's legend to add another chapter. And to see guys like Austin Reeves and Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, Rui, where'd that come from? I'm sure if you listen to Sports Card Investor this week, they'll tell you what an amazing profit everybody made on Rui. And at the same time, like, oh, that's the, the magic of short-term profits or short-term flips in the hobby. Uh, he was dirt cheap because the guy barely played or did anything in Washington and nobody thought he'd make much impact on the Lakers. I shouldn't say nobody. Very few people did. Let alone make five threes in a playoff game against, gosh, it's been so long now, Memphis. So, yeah, I'm just hesitant to pick who the next obscure name. It'll be fun someday when we look back and we say, man, did you know that, that Obi Toppin would go off for 30 in game four? Or did you know? I started looking up Gabe Vincent autos, and uh, he doesn't have a lot of rookie cards. When he was making four or five threes in game one against the Knicks, there are going to be those prospects, and... If you're into that, then you need to know some of those names. You probably already do. You're like, yeah, I don't need to listen to your show to know what. Uh... Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do need us to tell you. Maybe that's exactly why you're listening. And you're hoping at some point that I would just talk more about Austin Reeves as a long-term player in the league for a perennial contender. Maybe we should talk more. I feel like I used to talk a lot about Tyrese Maxey, but tonight here he is. If Embiid's out and Harden's a little rusty, guess who has to do a bulk of the scoring against Boston? And, uh, you know, Tyrese could have a huge, huge day. That's going to be fun to watch. Guys, I wish I could stay up and watch every single playoff game till the late night games in the West, LA and Golden State. Just so you know, I'm not crazy. I think Golden State's going to win the series, but I am rooting for LeBron, the Lakers every step of the way. And I think it would be just a tremendous comeback from where the Lakers were at two months ago. If they make it to the NBA finals or win the championship, which a healthy Anthony Davis, which feels like a finding a unicorn in a haystack, healthy Anthony Davis, they have a chance. And you're like, yeah, Exactly. Uh, but they've had they've had some support from other players on that roster. So the Lakers are absolutely fun to watch. But I've if I had to pick, it's Golden State in six, it's Denver in seven, it's Boston in seven, and it's Miami in six. The Knicks 
a part of their deal is they just haven't been here before. They might be as talented and as physical as Miami, but Miami has all the experience. Have you seen what Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love are doing? This is like flashbacks to 2015 or something. But yeah, experience matters and being physical matters. And knowing your role, Kevin Love's outlet passes, the bombs to Jimmy Butler for fast break dunks. Absolutely incredible. Made me jealous as a Cavalier fan. Uh, But yeah, what I'm doing right now is selling on eBay cards of players that are still in the playoffs at a higher asking price in case they break out and have a great game or best offer. If somebody wants to swing through and make me offers, I'm I'm game. But I'm not spending. I'm actually going to talk more in another episode soon about leveling up. What is that like when you've gone from one level of budget buying to the next level up? I found like I made it from buying the dollar and five and ten dollar cards to buying the hundred and two hundred dollar cards to buying a couple of cards that you could say were in the five hundred dollar range. But I still kept like it's hard to teach an old dog new dog lessons, new tricks. I still found myself drawn to the cheaper, the the collector, the cards of players I like, and amassing just a large stash of, you know, five to ten players when, and that's a thing, and I feel like, okay, that chapter for me needs to be in the past. I need to move on and save and budget and trade and package three cards to get one and some cash, but I have started an account or a separate line item in my budget for target cards. I don't mean the target store. I mean like cards that I'm targeting, chasing. And in the shorter term, maybe that's not necessarily basketball. Maybe that's quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. I have a couple of those cards on my hit list. And I also am going to start a growing fund of buying season, what do you call it? Gift cards? What do you call it? Stash? What do you call it? Savings fund? What do you call it? Earmark? Uh, House money? I don't know. I, I want to be able to walk into buying season and instead of buying like, you know, the $2 job or ant rookies, I want to buy the, I want to buy the real nice ones. I want to buy the autos if I can. I want to get into, uh, PSA 10s of superstars for next season. So it's not too early to start those kind of plans. You guys, what are your plans for the playoffs? Are you buying anything? Are you selling anything? Let me know. Throw me your questions. I'll uh, just do best to share my perspective and what I'm hearing. But uh, I'm learning on the go. That's part of the beauty of this, this hobby. I think we're all witnesses. We're all in the midst of it. Uh, even the big names, the big podcasters, even the sports card investors, like we're learning on the job and it's fun. It's fun. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys have an awesome week and we'll be back again soon with another episode of Hoops and Cards. Take care now. Bye-bye then.